It's bonus pod one. Bonus pod one. Surely we can't now start a new numbering system. It would get too confusing. <laughs> this bonus pod one forty. It's bonus pod one forty. Maybe I was just leaving a long pause before I said forty. All right. Yeah, that's true. A really long one. Um, yes, this is the first of the bonus half hours that you get as patron of Bud Pod. So first of all, thank you so much for being a Pod Bud or more. Thank you for yes. either being a Pod Bud or a Founding Father or a Tat Whisperer. We really appreciate it. It helps keep the pod uh, podcast going and it helps uh, keep Pierre and I in poop. It does. It keeps us up to our absolute necks in poop. Um and it's a lovely compliment as well and a lovely show of support. So thank you very much. And if you're listening to this, you know, you're, you're probably now justified in calling yourself, uh, if it's not too confusing, a founding father of the bonus pod. Yes. Yeah. Ground you got floor, it off the baby. ground. Yeah. You, you, missed, you missed Bitcoin, but this is, this is like Dogecoin or something. You got it. You finally found something you can get in on the ground on. <laughs> That's it. And no matter what happens, you can always, you can, no matter what, you can say you were there. You were there. You bought Budcoin when it was Bud nothing. Budcoin. <laughs> Budcoin, exactly. Um, yes, welcome to the VIP area. Uh, I wonder if we'll use do Use any like, toilet you like. Will we do hotter takes maybe in, the, in the, this VIP area? Yeah, we can be a little spicier because we're in private with our best friends. We are in private, and um, it. Uh, I actually was thinking because just before, or oh, this might be a this might be a suitably spicy conversation topic. Just before yeah. this, I was listening to Woman's Hour, which I want to do. I I, I listen to a lot of Radio Four and a lot of BBC yes. Sounds, and um, I'm like I'm a, I'm addicted. I feel I feel very old fashioned, but I'm addicted to the World Service in Radio Four. I just listen to loads of shows, and they had yep. it was on Women's Hour was a, a very good interview with um, Emily Rata, uh, Emily Ratakowski. Yeah, the 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 model from the old Bloodlines. From Blurred Lines, yes, from from um, yes, and she came out and said that on set it was all gross. Yes, yes, Emrata. She's she's now written a book called My Body about sort of wanting to reclaim ownership over the old photos of her career and uh, saying that she now no longer agrees with what is called choice feminism, which is this uh, subset of feminism which says that. Feminism means being able to choose to be naked in a video and yes, and ha- being able to make that choice is in itself feminist, regardless of what that choice is, regard- even though the choice is to show your body off um, to, to, to mainly men. And she's now yes. saying she no longer believes in choice feminism, so she no longer believes that to be the case. Um, and she, she comes across really clever. She's obviously clever. Emily Ratajkowski. She speaks really well. She's obviously very erudite, yeah. and she is obviously frustrated with having her intelligence and trying to, con- um, what would the word be? Trying to marry it with her career, which is based on her her looks. Yeah. So she's annoyed at people thinking that she she'd be a dum dum because she looked nice. Yeah, she'd be done because she looked nice. But yeah. she's received a lot of flack from feminists, and I think fairly, 
uh, because she, whilst she being on tour, um, you know, trying to sell this book about about what real empowerment means and how she no longer believes empowerment to mean showing off your body whenever you like. She is still currently showing off her body on, on Instagram, still making a lot of money from her looks. I mean, it, it's still her career. And and she, she's sort of confronted with that opinion on Woman's Hour and she kind of swats it away by going, oh, that's slut-shaming. Which I don't think is a satisfactory answer because it is a fair charge i think it's so like on her instagram is she in like you know her her pants essentially I suppose. oh yeah yeah like she's sexy showing, sexy she's lingerie showing, she's showing off her insane stomach it's the she's had a kid or two kids now and she still has a stomach that's so flat it is concave <laughs> oh god so those kids those kids were like the climber in 127 hours <laughs> yeah i don't know how they got out <laughs> yeah their, their arm was trapped <laughs> Between her abs and her spine, as she, as they tried to get out, the kids the kids were just in there like um like when uh like a Spider Man on a wall, you know, just and yeah, you can't think was the baby like sort of carved out of like like cut out of you like the like perfect like just with a scythe is that how your stomach is still so flat? Or did your, like, maybe it, because it pushes your organs, doesn't it? So maybe her, her stomach was just, like, next to her lung for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, maybe those aren't abs um, poking through her skin. Maybe that's just, like, a reconfigured intestinal system. Um, but Yeah, God. But obviously, she still like, looks like, she's still, uh, you know, like a super glamour supermodel. She still looks um, very hot, and that's her <clears throat> job. And So she... Ob- she, but she obviously is frustrated that that's her job, but it is her job. I suppose. Well, she can't be too frustrated because, I mean, if you were a hundred percent frustrated, you wouldn't do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she's sixty percent frustrated with it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say that you don't believe in that anymore, and then demonstrate it by still making the choice, I don't really know if that's. Pointing that out is slut shaming because it's not very slutty, is it, to just sell lingerie at high prices to people? Yeah, I mean that's just savvy. I I think I feel like what it boils down to, and I think this is the the, the crux of this whole issue, and it, and the reason why it will never ever ever go away mm-hmm. is that a woman's looks can be her career in the way that a man's looks can't really, and that isn't because yeah. that, and I don't think that's so much to do with. The inherent sexism of our species is just a, it's just a fact of the market. There just is no market for naked or near naked men. I mean, especially well, not nearly in to the scale that is for women. Very it, small, very yeah. small market. And it's not because like men rule the world and we go, <laughs> we're more than our looks. We don't want to sell our looks. The men will sell whatever makes money. We we the market will sell whatever makes money. If women yeah. came out tomorrow and said. We want pictures of men's dicks, and we're willing to pay for it. There'd be men throwing the dicks, of course, of course. They would. We don't <laughs> the care. Pri- well, <laughs> the price would immediately collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would if 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 anyone if that ever happened, it would be like um. Apparently, that happened with um, 
the Spanish Empire, they found so much silver in South America that when they brought it back to Europe, they the, one of their kings just released it all, like, from the mint, mm-hmm. and it just fucked up their country for, like, a hundred years. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's where... That's how De Beers made their, their money with diamonds, right? They, there's, there are plenty of diamonds. They just said, we're not going to sell all of them. Or you can, there's only mm-hmm. this much available. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But um, so, so maybe, but, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, like, men, men's equivalent is, um, I think, his height. Like, your, they did a thing where, like, your, your salary actually goes up by, like, a, 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 a few grand for how tall you are or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, the height seems to give, and that weird statistic where like very, very few American presidents who were elected weren't the tallest of the two. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, height. So yeah. there's a height thing going on, but it's not the same as selling nudie pictures. Men. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but I think the idea of the patriarchy and sexism being the reason for that is a red herring. It's simply women's lack of interest in it. If, if they were into it men would sell it and i think it's so telling that there's such a market for naked women like there's a market for naked women and uh sexy women in images because men are very visual but there's no market in erotic literature for men whereas the complete opposite is true for women all erotic literature is basically about women and but there's no market for sexual imagery for women do you think um I, I often think that a uh, uh, part of it is like uh, men men have a sort of equivalent of a strong union, right? Okay. Because n- like none of us are willing to do any of the effort. So it's a moot point. <laughs> you mean do the effort of of um getting our ads out on Instagram? No, getting a six pack and looking good and actually oh, dressing shit, well. Shit, shit, shit. Yeah, I mean, they, we do, but we have to find sort of different reasons for it. It's like men sort of work out for each other almost. We get hench for other well, men more than we do for women. But, but so here's the thing, right? So I, uh, a, a friend, uh, well, it was a, a friend of um, uh, Garrett Millerick, who's a friend of the, the podcast and a good friend of ours. Mm. Um, he had a friend who moved to the UK from Australia and... Because she was from Australia, basically, you know, in Australia, it's a real, like, beach culture, body beautiful, you know, she was from the coast. Basically, all the the dudes had a great rig, you know, they were pretty shredded. Yeah. And that's what she was used to, and that's what she liked. And then someone had to, she she made a joke about how it took, like, a year before someone British said, oh, no, if a British guy has a six-pack, he's a fucking maniac. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, that is true, isn't it? There's something because she was dating all these guys with six packs who were from Britain, like English guys or whatever, and she was like, "God, these guys are insane! These guys are insane! They're so intense and weird." And that is so true, isn't it? There's a real geographical element there. Like, if if a, if an Australian guy isn't ripped, that's weird. If a British yeah. guy is ripped, that's weirder. What's wrong with him? Who does he want to kill? he's got to cover that up for nine months of the year. Who's it for? <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Who is this for? It's very much... Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it can only be for yourself in the UK. That, well, well, that's it. But that's what I mean about the union thing, because, like, she was from a, a country where if men were, like, uh, you know, employed to look good, like, they, they had higher requirements. Mm. They had higher incentives as well. 
that we just don't have any incentives. And we reject... It's like every time they try and sell eyeliner to men. Like, it doesn't matter how many Pirates of the Caribbeans you make. <laughs> We're not buying it. Yeah, not outside of Korea. Not outside of Korea. Not South outside Korea. of Korea. And that's, like... And part of that, I think, is the whole male thing of, like, the more care you take of yourself, the, the more of a shit loser you are, or whatever. You're, you're lame, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there, there's always a homophobic undertone to it where it's like, you don't want to be the guy who's like, well, if I've got to have my body gel and shampoo and conditioner separate. Yeah. You know, it, men just buy, I used to do a routine about it, men just buy shower paste and you just kind of use this blue, <laughs> blue goo. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the the graphics on the bottle have to be very triangular. And ideally, the bottle itself <laughs> is sort of ridged in a sort of triangular shape so that from a distance it might not actually look like a shampoo bottle it might look like a, a gadget or or yeah. a, a phone case a missile yeah or some sort of futuristic weaponry something you might call in a, a javelin missile strike with yeah something something that um, if you tap it a few times Tom Cruise comes and picks you up in a, <laughs> in a hot car yeah <laughs> but that's yeah. the other incentive because I mean like women like there's not a mass market for it, but if you give women the chance to spend money on it, e.g. Magic Mike, they fucking do. Well, this is it. Magic Mike was, well, I was thinking, that that's the exception to the rule. But even yeah. that has to have a sort of theater element. That's to be like yeah, a going dancing, out. Yeah. You go out with your friends, <laughs> you get drunk. It's a still, it's still, women found the one bit of porno they enjoyed and they still had to make it social. They still had to make it <laughs> having drinks with their friends and going out. It's so endearing. Good on you, ladies. You just couldn't do it. We tried so hard. We led you so or far, even... so much of the way there. We're like, yeah, and he gets naked, and you can watch it. Can I bring my friends? No, you were so close. You were so <laughs> close, ladies. Do you think, um, do you think that part of it is like, uh, the, 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 that, like, um, loads of the women listening to this are like secretly big uh big porno enthusiasts but they can never discuss it because like women are are afraid of seeming gross even to each other never mind to men for like years longer than men decades even oh sure yeah so you, what, what do you I'm think s- it's just a, it's just a lag do you think it's just a matter of time un- before women catch up it's a lag and also they're undercover yeah 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 i'm yeah i mean that's definitely true that's definitely true they're women. opening up the the porno website with a kind of bow out da like a secret little but by but i would say that currently in the cultural in the current cultural climate it has never been more acceptable and more encouraged for a woman to be open about her sexuality and uh, it's phil, never been, phil. it's never been less encouraged for a man to be so it, it feels like if the it's, if the it's switch just, was ever going to happen that's just because we work now. in the yeah, but that's just because we work in the arts that we think that. It's got to be acceptable in an, in an office break room, you know? Right. We, we work in an industry where if you see someone... If you go to see a theater show and they do a live shit on stage, you're sort of like, what is this, the 70s? Like, we're so far into that whole, you know, liberate your mind thing that we think that the, the general public is anywhere near the kind of weird shit that you can do in the arts. I don't think it is. Sure, yeah, okay. But yeah, I think it's also based on like, you know, social media and stuff. But again, that's selective to our um our 
professional and social circles. Could I tempt you with a glass of 30-year underwater-aged Lucky Kentucky? It's really brought out the, uh, the eggs, if you know what I mean. No, no. No need to take your wallet out of your thong. Here in the BudPod PodBud VIP lounge, your money's no good. We only accept BudCoin anyway. <laughs> That's not true at the moment, but we're, we're looking into it. The legal, the legal side, anyway. Take a seat on one of the velour couches. Marjorie's going to be out soon doing one of her trademark sexy dances. Over the phone, that is. Yeah. Nice. The listeners' emails are read out from a solid gold plaque that we smelt and recarve each time. And that smell? Well, it's we're working. That's the um, the pipe is the pipes are overhead because actually the lounge is underground. So it's we're look, we're looking into it upstairs. It's um, uh, I was gonna say a Greek restaurant, but it's more like him. Well, they are. They do a lot of stuff, vine leaves and stuff, but it's not like it's not a Greek. It's a fine di- anyway. Phil, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna bring some data into it. I've got the the Pornhub gender distribution data. Oh, nice. Is this collected by Pornhub themselves? Um, it. It's a good question. It's on a it's on a sort of statistics website. Hmm. So let's see. Who did collect this? It might, I mean, it must be Pornhub. Surely they're, they're the only ones with the access to it. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so uh, this is a list of European countries, Phil. Hmm. And I want to hear some proportions from you. Okay, for all of Europe? Or just no, no, no. I'm going to give you the country, and I, wanna, I, want, oh. I want you to give me the male-female split that you reckon. Oh, okay. Can can I do it? Can I be uh, the wank whisperer? Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, okay, uh, let's start off with that. Um, you know, by reputation in the British culture, quite porny country, Germany. Interesting. Okay. Mm. I'm going to say so. Relatively high. Um, Female, females, uh, relatively high female, female share of forty uh, percent female, sixty percent male. Ooh, it's twenty five. Twenty five percent female. Yeah. Yeah, I went way too hard. So even yeah, of course, twenty five is high. I guess. 20... Oh, is it? Is it high? This is the thing. Well, I don't know anymore. Well, this is the thing. Germany is surprisingly. You have to remember, Germany is a surprisingly conservative country. Yeah, I mean, they still got a fucking Christian um, governmental party or whatever. They, what, what's it called? The Christian Democrats is like... That's right, yeah, yeah. The yeah. big party, yeah. Now, uh, let's try... Let's try the old... Blighty. 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 Oh, Mother England. Well, UK. Well, of course, Blighty is full of dirty birds. Um, <laughs> filthy birds. Filthy English birds with their... Wonky teeth and they're disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so 
Britain, you sound like any uh, American online. I think it'll be higher. So I'm going to say that. Dare I say 35% women? It's 28. It is higher, Ooh, but it's only wow, 3% okay. higher. So we've still not broken 30. Okay. But it's okay, higher. Now, it is higher than Germany. That's it. That's very interesting. It's higher. It's higher. So now we're going to go with with um, Steamy Sauna Sweden. Steamy Sauna Sweden. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, this is the most, apparently, the uh, most promiscuous country in, in, in Europe or something. And the most really? single occupant households in Europe, Sweden. Oh. Uh, a very high uh, frequency of one night stands, Sweden, apparently. God damn. Um, so, for that reason... Sponsored by Visit Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to... I think, uh, I think maybe it'll be around the same. I want to say 25%. I reckon it's the same as Germany, really. I reckon they're not really interested. No, no, I take that back. But, I'm going to say 30%. I'm going to say 30% women in Sweden. It's your last guess. It's 35. Wow. That's... Okay, yeah. Yeah, if it was going to be anywhere, it would be Sweden, wouldn't it? Weirdly, it's also 35 in Poland. Hmm. I would have thought hmm. Poland was more conservative than that. But it turns out the Swedes and the Poles have got the most... The closest thing to gender balance uh, in Europe for Pornhub. Is there a possibility here? Because surely for Pornhub to know your gender, you have to, like sign up for an account or something well i guess there's there's all those there's there's websites and sections that claim to cater for sort of porn directed at women so the female proportion could be higher if their viewing pattern is determined to be masculine enough well this is my thinking i would have thought that women would be more reticent to to get an account or to provide that kind of information to Pornhub. so the number so of women higher. might be higher yeah okay well I'm not but sure. This is what I mean. That it's that it's undercover, Phil. Yeah, I know. I know. Secret, secret shame. The secret shame of it all. It's the, it's the secret shame. But you are still right in the sense that um, there are very few uh, male supermodels who. I mean, they have big Instagram followings, but it is skewed to the ladies. Um, but do you think like has has she clarified the what's her name again, Emily? Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. Um, has she qualified, if there's like some middle ground where like you can sell laundry, but you also can't be a stripper? I mean, well, she, is she uh, trying she to really like, is she, is she trying to split the atom? Yeah, she sort of implies that she's sort of grappling with that now. And that she's trying to right. find, but uh, it feels to me and a lot of other more cynical people that she's trying to have a cake and eat it and trying to ride the changes in... In what is a, 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 a you know, what is a forward-looking position to hold on these things without letting go of the bread and butter of of how she's built a career and a profile. Yeah, and um, trying and to I, solve a. She's trying to square a circle, and she, and yeah. like more power to her. I, I think just yeah, make your money. I don't. There's no shame in that. Make your fucking money. Make it. She has 30 million <laughs> followers on Instagram. 30 what? million. Yeah. Yeah, if I had 3 million followers on Instagram, that would be an unfathomable amount. She has 10 times. She has a magnitude, an order of magnitude more than, than a number I couldn't even fathom having myself. 
That's that's like almost half the UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Jesus insane. Jesus Christ. She's she her, her her Instagram account is an industry. It's Yeah, I mean, she probably has like five employees just for the account, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's unfathomable the size of it. And 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 of wow. course But obviously she's she's frustrated that she can't use her intelligence to make money but she also is obviously by with these businesses and everything but it's i think it's just because i think it's a problem that uh that women will have and men will not because there simply is no market for an equivalent for a man if there were we'd probably you know if we might be in the same position find ourselves in the same position or society would go selling your looks is as morally viable as selling any other virtue of yours which is something I well, I mean, and so and we, we sell, can finally put this to rest. We sell men sell um, men sell violence, you know, boxing and MMA and all that. Yeah, that's true. But I guess again, that is mo- mostly to other men. So there isn't this uh, this element. Which is, but she's selling she's selling lingerie to other women, but the men just like to look at the advert. Yeah, and I don't think it's it's the selling the lingerie that is what many feminists have an issue with it it's selling it's it's the sex images and the showing off a belly and all that sort of thing which is more for the men to see i don't know yeah i guess but i mean you yeah i don't know i mean you look at like men's underpants even in like marks and spencer and it's still like an absolutely shredded beefcake wearing those pants it's never just like (laughs) a bloke called tony (laughs) yeah but that's for the men to positively associate those pants with themselves looking like that (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I mean, what this boils down to basically is someone trying to define what an individual choice means for everyone. And it's just not ever going to work, is it? Yes. It's just not going to work because you can't... Uh, it's very hard to know people's mind. Men's rear, the guilty mind of of law, of the concept in law. If it, Did they have a guilty mind doing it or was it done innocently? That's Men's impossible rear. to know. Yeah, men's rear. Well, that's to be what men's? we're talking about is actually men's rears and how women aren't interested. <laughs> the guilty mind of looking at a man's ass. Yeah. <laughs> the men's rear, men's rear. <laughs> God. It's highbrow and lowbrow in perfect synergy, Phil. It is. It is. We are still getting this equation exactly right week in and week out. How do we do it? Phil... It's a quantum physicist and an award-winning playwright 69ing. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Synergy. <laughs> so what, what does Menzerius say in, in, this, in the legal context? Well, there's, there's different penalties for some crimes if you can prove that they knew that what they were doing was wrong or if they, if they were planning on being malicious, you know, with malicious intent. Right, of course, and that's very much yeah, that's very relevant with like the recent Carl Rittenhouse case and all that. You know, it's all about whether or not he believed himself to be in moral da- uh, mortal danger. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you if and then and then because you can never know someone's mind, you know, you there's a point where you just have to give in and use some indicators or empathy and go. Well, if I was like that, I would have thought that, or if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. sort of boils down to that. And and the trouble is that. There's no like solution to the problem of someone saying, "Oh, um, 
you know, I, I, I think that you know that this is bad, or I think that you should know, or I think you're only doing this for other reasons, or you know, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, like you say, it's a debate that's going to be around either forever or for as long as it takes for a dictatorship to emerge and act either way. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I for one hope that day comes uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> Let's hope it's a sexy dictatorship. I'd have to. I would say. What would you what would you want if it came down to it a sexy dictatorship or a, or a hey put that away dictatorship? <laughs> I think it's I want a sexy dictatorship. I think so. Yeah. I haven't fully thought this through, but my gut instinct is that I want the more individual freedom rather than less and just hope for the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then we're both wet center left center you know dads whatever it is. Centrist dads, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it does seem a bit strange to try and release a book about uh, something and then being bad and then to keep doing it. I mean, I think you have to pick your team. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. But on the other hand, I think it's, you know, I think it's quite refreshing to have a book which says, I've changed my mind about something. Uh, I think that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, also, like there's the there's the uh, Saint Augustine of Hippo, the 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 great theologian, where he said, "Lord, grant me chastity, but not yet." <laughs> okay, Lord, because he liked to bone people. I, I yeah, I hope for a day where where I will not have to bone people all the time. But right now, I'd quite like to bone people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's sort of like a, a way of doing being engaged in something that you know is wrong whilst being sort of hopelessly entrapped by it. I mean, I suppose in some ways it's quite romantic. Not in the uh, love between two people sense, but in the kind of story sense of the word romantic. Yes, and so maybe Emma, Emily Ratajkowski is in fact a sort of a, um, a, a Greek martyr of our age. Yeah. She's like a, an old sailor. How I wish I could quit the sea. <laughs> the sea is most cruel, boy. <laughs> Tarry not with the sea. <laughs> big words from a guy with a ship and a big eye patch and a hook. Aye, boy, aye. <laughs> I'd be a terrible hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> huh. The real question, Phil, is when will they get an old sea captain on Women's Hour? Yes, where is old sea captain representation in the media? I think it's frankly <laughs> disgusting that we don't hear from them more than we do. That's right. I, I want to hear someone saying like, a, they should extend maternity leave and make paternity leave compulsory. Yar. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's about it for our first ever bonus pod. What a meaty bonus. Is a lovely bonus pod. Maybe this will be it. Maybe there'll be the um, the spice, some some spicier discussions for the private yeah. room in the strip club. Yes, yeah, this is it. It's a, it's like a sexy debating toilet. Yeah, lovely. And if people want to cancel <laughs> us for it, they're going to have to subscribe to our Patreon to get there. That's it. Exactly. So there's a, there's a, a finally like any good restaurant. There's a cancellation fee. Yeah, it's very good, very good. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys, and thanks again for subscribing to our Patreon. It really does make a difference. We really appreciate it. Um, yes, thank you very much, guys. It's very nice of you, and we hope you enjoyed the bonus. 
Yes. See you next time. Enjoy. Enjoy.